Hey guys, and welcome back to another mini-sode. This is another one of our end of the year mini-sodes, and this time we're going to be talking about our favorite book boyfriends and girl crushes. So these are like characters that really stood out to us, and we have a couple different, you know, um, categories for book boyfriends. We have the category of book boyfriend that we've actually discovered this year. So our 2021 book boyfriends, of all the books that we read, these are the characters that really stood out. And then... Um, the hardest part of this is actually going to our master list Hard. of book boyfriends and girl crushes. Impossible. All time. We have an all time <laughs> list. You have to rank all of the books that you've, so all hard. the book boyfriends you've ever had. <gasps> and you have to only pick 10. And yeah. Still have yeah. 15 on there, but I'll only list 10. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's how this is going to work. And yeah. I'm excited to see. Which ones did you pick this Me year? Too. Which ones? Because we've read a lot of the same books this year. We have. So I'm very, very interested. So why don't you kick it off with the number yeah. one? Um, well, the number one is Kier and Devil in Disguise. Same as me. <laughs> Shocking. Shocking. We have the exact same one. Oh, God. What do we say about him? He is the most lovable, loving man. <sighs> oh, my God. He's so amazing. And like the oh god, he's amazing. Okay, so <laughs> I was all excited. He's first amazing, y'all. First of all, he's Scottish. Yeah, we love, we love, oh, we love, oh, yeah. we love Scotsman. Yes. And the way that he responds to the heroine in that book, and just it's so beautiful because you can feel that instant chemistry, and he has like a vulnerability that certain like book boyfriends that we've had in the past don't really have and one of the most telling ones is the way that the when he keeps the um piece of paper of their their names names. and it's just like such like a it's such a thing that you don't expect for a man to do to like keep this type of momentum and this happens like early on in the book and i knew that kira was special when i read that scene i was just like this man this man and he's also right and he's he's very like alpha confident like super alpha in the beginning we're like oh we have this boisterous you know scotsman coming in mm-hmm. blustering about he's very and, jolly and but, just like and loves just, scotch and all that and as soon as Merritt gets a hold of him he's just like gentled and like yes. oh it's and beautiful. he's so sweet to her too yes and i just love it i love it and he's yeah. also very protective and i just freaking love Kira. i know so all right you do your number sure. two my number two <laughs> Is Raylan uh, from yes. Broken Vow. Yes. Oh my God. I love this man <laughs> so fucking much. And I never wanted a cowboy as much as I wanted Raylan. This is true. <laughs> oh my God. This is, okay, first of all, he just has like so many things going for him. Mm-hmm. He is um, a, a veteran and he works as a bodyguard in this romance for the heroine. And he's a cowboy. He has a fucking loving family that I absolutely adore. I do too. And the way that this Grump and Sunshine pairing works is phenomenal because he is honestly he's he's so funny. He's the sunshine. And I love a male sunshine. Yeah. And she's so grumpy and he just steams roll steamrolls her with his humor and his um he's just and his so charming open with her. smile. He's, so he's always charming. smiling. God, just I like love him. I just love him. I love him so much, okay? So yeah, Braylon takes number two for my 2021 book boyfriends. mm, He is something. Okay, so my number two is Declan from Carnal Urges. (laughs) Declan, the Irish mobster. (laughs) Which I see is your number three. It is my number three. So, so tell him about Declan. Oh why why did he make the list? Y'all, y'all. Okay, so we have like, we and, and the other thing that's really cool about Declan, I don't know if we talked about in the... Uh, 
podcast because we did podcast this one is that he is um he's basically a loner he has no family he's never had a woman he's just like lone wolf like to the nth degree you know head of the irish mafia um early on in the book and he's such a hard ass but sloan is just his match. She is his alpha female match. And it is so fucking amazing to watch him sort of like, like fall in love with her, but also tame her a little bit to his hand. And, ah, oh, and he beautiful. is so alpha. Okay. Y'all like he's super honestly, alpha. I think that he's one of the greatest alphas that I yeah. have on my list. Like yeah. he, he just has it all. Okay. Because he's not super stoic. He's very funny, you know, yeah. like very dry sense of humor. Um, <laughs> and he is very like publicly openly possessive of her once they are oh, in a relationship. And I really yeah. love that. And I love the way that he forces her to be vulnerable and then he's vulnerable right back. And yes. I really love. So like oh. he just, but he's such a badass. God damn. Yeah. Declan. I mean, yeah. and we'll never forget the rocket launcher because it's my favorite thing that's ever been written. <laughs> it's my favorite thing that's ever been written. That was the best. I, I'm the like, this dude launcher. is amazing. Talk about oh wearing your heart okay. on your sleeve. Spoiler alert. <laughs> She, she leaves him because he tells her to leave because he thinks something uh, that he's wrong about. Misunderstanding. And she's like, fine, fuck you, I'm leaving you. And so she's on the on the jet. He shows up with a rocket launcher and to get her back. <laughs> He wants her back. Oh, Declan. It's really great. Oh, goodness. He's so over the top, but in the most amazing way. So, yeah. 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 Okay. So what is your number three? Wow. Uh, Graham from Never Seduce a Scott. Graham. Y'all, Graham. Okay. So we have um, opposing um, clans, and he is forced to marry who he believes is basically this, like, addle-brained, slow woman, uh, the daughter of the other clan, because they're trying to unite the clans for peace and stuff. So he thinks that he's never going to have like a proper wife because she can't be a proper wife. Yeah, she can't he's not going to force himself. Right. Yeah, she can't consent her. to sex or anything like that. And he would never do that to someone. But he is 100% in her corner the moment he meets her and he recognizes things that no one else sees in her. And he, y'all, he loves her basically from the second he sets eyes on her. I, I love how he just understands her almost immediately. Like, yes. And he's just like, did nobody else notice that she responds? Like, yes. What, did what? nobody? Like, she's, I mean, are you are not adults. I know. This is not. Idiots? Like, I love how he's just like, oh. even telling her parents, like, you never noticed that she did this. Like, are you yeah. fucking stupid? I met her for one afternoon. <laughs> like, and, then, and when she finally confesses that she's just <sighs> deaf and she says, can we have a proper marriage? He goes, Oh hell yes, we're gonna have a problem. Yes, ma'am. Yes, yes, ma'am. Oh, and he's so good with her. Oh God, he's y'all. so good with Graham. her. He's always on her corner. Always, always in her corner. And I just love. I love a man that's all in. Y'all know this about me. I love the ones that pine for their women. And he's pining, even though he can't. He thinks he can't have her the way he wants her at first, you know. And it's just. I love it. I love him. I love it's it too. It's wonderful. Really great. Okay, your next one. So we have the same next one. <laughs> Oh, we both picked <laughs> Broderick from The Taming of the we Highlander. Do. All right, you talk oh, about Broderick. God, Broderick. What do we say? Okay, first of all, he's a scarred hero, and I have a soft spot for my scarred heroes. Oh, definitely, okay? definitely. Um, and he's he's physically scarred and emotionally traumatized from being held wrongfully in a prison and beaten and trying to just survive. <sighs> so um, he mm. has this kind of detective that is after him 
trying to frame him for a recent like beating almost murder right and our heroine gets swept into the mix and she's such his opposite like she's very sunshiny <laughs> she's very dramatic Another grumpy sunshine and he's very like no nonsense stoic at this time he wants to be left alone in peace and why are you bothering me and <laughs> are you oh bothering my me God. you pretty little woman go yes, away damn it <laughs> Why are you attractive? You pretty to me? little joyful ladies. I love. I love how she's very annoying to him at first, and then slowly it's like almost an addiction. Oh yeah. And I just really love Broderick, and I just love the way that he. I mean, like first of all, the strength of character to survive something like that. Like it just, my heart bled for him, and then him picking up the pieces and finding that he's not. You know, he can he can move on with his life with this right. wonderful woman, and I just really loved him. I, really I want to. Well, obviously, I felt the same. <laughs> felt the same. Okay. Okay. Number five. Okay. My next one is Mal from Savage Hearts. Okay. Having a guy singer day. <laughs> uh, she was just my winner this year, it seems, in men. But um, Mal. So I love that Mal. <laughs> Mal mistakenly thinks that the heroine is like in trouble and he has to save her from them. Thinks she's like a homeless prostitute that they've taken in and she's really just a little slovenly and whatever. But, exactly. but then she is injured and he ends up like taking her back to Russia and taking care of her. And he, he's so gentle. Like, first of all, he's a killer. He's a fucking deadly, Stone cold. deadly And assassin. I also love how he makes a distinction in the beginning to point out to another mobster who's recently gotten engaged that right. I would never have a vulnerability like a woman. Like, like I would ne- Are you I kidding would me? Never. Like, that, that's a weakness. the instant that he sees her. <laughs> I knew that was going to come back. He's like trying to rescue her and it's fucking great. It's like <laughs> they follow the hardest and it's so awesome. It's so awesome. Now, yeah. Now. And he's, I don't know. He's just such an amazing like caregiver and again, falls head over heels. And like you said, like he's one of these, like I will never fall and become weak to a woman. And immediately she's just, yeah, wrapped around her finger, wrapped around her finger from the get go. Like he'll do anything for her, (laughs) anything like die for her. Yes. Put his life on the line. Literally. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. My next one is Luke Rosen by Noble Prince. Ooh. From Noble Prince. And wait, I don't Juliet even know this ha- book. Juliet has not read this one yet. It oh is goodness. part of the Clifton Ford series, and you have not gotten to it yet. <sighs> Dang it! It's I really love this hero, so I will just generally say like okay. kind of what it's about because I don't want to spoil it for Juliet because <laughs> um, I do want her to read this okay. one. So Luke is a local cop. And um, there is this girl who she's in trouble. She actually has to be in witness protection. And she's been traumatized. Like something happened to her before she needed to be in witness protection. And she's very traumatized. Mm -hmm. Well, she's holed up in this safe house and she starts kind of going stir crazy, like absolutely crazy. Mm -hmm. And like everything about like this, this situation is basically driving her nuts and she escapes from the safe house and goes into town and goes into the grocery store. And Luke, who's the local like sheriff, sees her and she's like, "What the fuck? You're not in your safe house." <laughs> and what? she's like, "She's like, I can't go back there. Like the smell of the garlic pizza. Like it's literally, I will throw up if I smell it again. And if I look at the ugly brown walls any longer, like I literally like." And she she looks oh like God. she's been through hell. Mm-hmm. And Luke, I love how his response is just like, "Okay." She is like, this is a bad situation. How can I make it better? I can't put her in another. There's no other real safe house to put her in. We're a small town. Like we're we're not equipped for WITSEC. You know what I'm saying? And 
he decides to put her in his house. And uh, <laughs> she has the run of his house. Okay. Books, so this one that's... just made my Christmas list. I know it's past Christmas for you guys, but I like, I, I'm, I'm reading over the holidays <laughs> and that one just made it on the list. So I really love Luke because he truly is like such a noble oh, man. Like the I way that he's putting his life on the line, his career on the line for yeah. somebody he doesn't even know. Yeah. And yeah. I really love it. And there's just beautiful things that he does that I won't say, but he, he's beautiful. He's a beautiful man. Okay. Oh, he made. Uh, your top list. He's, I'm I'm reading this shit. I just really loved you. him. Reading it next. He just he just got to me. Okay. So <sighs> okay. Who's your next? Next one. Um, Finn from Filthy. Yes. Serena Ackroyd. <laughs> I okay. Again, we have a hero. He falls in love with her photograph. <laughs> like he sees her, and first of all, he's, he's always like, wanted. This an, woman is made for me. Yes. Oh my god. He just loves the. Uh, you know, he's always wanted an Irish lass, and she's this beautiful, curvy. She's like if um, Irish was a person. That's this who is she her Efa, and. So, and of course, but I also love like how they sort of meet. He basically propositions her and is like, look, um, threatens her, blackmails threatens her. her, blackmails her and is like, you've got to get out because, you know, I don't want them to kill you, but I'll pay you for a, you know, a new place or whatever, but you have to get out now. And then I also want a night with you basically. And it is, you think she's gonna be like, well, hell no, but oh, Aoife, Aoife stronger than you think she is. I mean, she's, she's like a shy, but also bold and brave she you is. know she is which i love she has an innocence about her but she's also really it's adaptable like, and badass oh to the situation God. yes and so they just have a beautiful like super passionate and finn is filthy just filthy. like the title Y'all, says finn yes speak to me you baby get it tell you me all the it. things do all the things yes yes okay so my next one is Ivan from Ivan by Wait. Sophie Lark. Okay, that's my next one. <laughs> <laughs> Ivan! Listen. Okay, so I, I literally, this is one of the books that it'll stick out to me, like exactly what I was doing when I was reading it and everything. Because <laughs> it was during the Mafia Romance Readathon that happened earlier on this year. I had just started discovering Sophie Lark. I wanted to go in her backlist. So I was like, let's start with book one in, in uh, the Underworld series. Mm -hmm. And I picked up Ivan, didn't know what to expect, but this situation is so amazing and ivan is a hero for the ages yes this is like he is my favorite mafia guy yes absolutely yes he's amazing he's a badass but the heroine matches him in every single way because she's an assassin tries Come to, to kill assassinate him, him. <laughs> and instead of killing her he decides that he's going to lock her up in his dungeon and sexually torture her for a little while because she's pretty <laughs> thank you ivan <laughs> Yeah, it's I love that he's cuz she's mass when he find when he, you know, wrestles her to the ground. At first he's thinking like this is a little wily man that's come yeah. in here, this little skinny guy who's come in here whatever and realizes it's a woman and not only that he's just like she is gorgeous. Yeah. He's like and he's intrigued. He's, he's like bewitched. Like she, no way. She got can I kill further her. than any other person ever did in my fortress. <laughs> she's interesting. I want to reread it. I want to reread it now. I and love listen, and I love it. Their their romance is so epic though. There like is. they're a power couple. There is. They're a power they, couple. Are one hundred percent all power couples. Agreed. So, Agreed. Yeah. All right. Okay. The next one was Ivan for me. So you go ahead and do okay. your next one. So mine is Brennan O'Donnelly, which is another from the Filthy Feckers series. Mm -hmm. Um, he is. I haven't read this one. So yeah, you have. I have. That's, I thought that's this was filthy, filthy sex. sex. I, I thought you read I haven't that read that one. one. No, I haven't. I thought you did. Brennan, I really love how. First of all, this is a very unconventional situation because Brennan had an affair with the mother of the heroine, okay? <laughs> and 
The mother of the heroine, she was married to a Russian mobster and basically kind of wrote Brennan and said, um, like, the mom's dead. But Oh, wait a second. I did read this one. I was like, you did read this one. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. I did not know it was Brennan. I did not know. Okay, I'm sorry, y'all. Get my names mixed up. Yeah, I have read this. It's fucking (laughs) awesome. Okay. So Brennan has an objective, and it's to protect her daughters and one of them is Camille. Mm-hmm. Now Camille has kind of gone rebel from the Russian mafia because yeah. Russian mafia is very strict about their women and yeah. all the women are good for is marrying and making alliances and they're basically pieces of property. So Camille had run away, didn't get treated any better where she went and so yeah. she's back and Brennan kind of rescues her and she has trauma and the way that Brennan deals with her trauma I really loved it because if there's one thing I can say for Serena Ackroyd's Mafia Men is that though they're very alpha um, and they're, you know, killers, they are very open and vulnerable with their women. And if there's something that their women needs done, like if if there's <laughs> any problem that they have, like they're, they want to <laughs> fix it right away. Yeah. And even before they admit that they're in love, like even if it's like an arranged marriage situation, which basically gonna, this is like Brennan and, and Camille, they will still honor the fuck yes. out of them. Yes. And like, I don't care if we just met two seconds ago, like, nobody's going to fuck with you. And that's how Brennan is about Camille. And I think that Camille is such a vulnerable character and to, for her to have that level of protection and understanding where she's never experienced any of that in her entire life. I just really love that for her. So Brennan makes my hero I list really, because you're right. I love it. I love that all the men in the filthy series, they're all honor bound, you know, which I think is really cool. Like yeah. you're now married to me. You're an extension of yeah. myself. I'm going to treat you very well. Like why would I, you know, stab myself? You know, yeah. You're you're amazing, so I'm going to treat you amazing. Yeah. And that's what he does, so. Okay, so it. my last one on our 2021 reads is Lucius Wade from Nobody's Hero. Because this is, y'all, a sci-fi fantasy futuristic apocalyptic. It's like post-apocalyptic yeah. with, with yeah. paranormal werewolf dudes. Yeah, <laughs> so Lucius is a warg, which is they consider it's a disease. They're just animals, okay? But, of course, he has a charm that sort of protects him from turning complete animal or whatever. And, of course, um, falls for Riley Kincaid. Who's out to kill him. <laughs> who's out to kill him. And so we definitely have one of these, like, but it's like a captive enemies to lovers uh, romance. And Also, I like, just, a little bit, like, forbidden because it's like, I shouldn't, I shouldn't love somebody. Have any feelings yes, for him. exactly. Um, and Lucius, he falls hard and fast. Like, hard and fast. Like, it, it like... <laughs> Riley's so awesome. But I'll talk about her and the girl crushes. Um, but yeah, so I just, I love this romance because um, he's 100%, she is an enemy, but they fall really hard. And like, he's always trying to save her and always trying to help her. Like, the whole thing. It's just beautiful. And of course, we it's have that, beautiful. we have that um, pool scene. That beautiful pool scene. <laughs> the cavern thing. I knew it was going down. Okay. <laughs> I fucking knew it. Have to. Right. <laughs> All right. It's too perfect. So, my final one for this year is Nino from Twisted Emotions. Oh, I, I, I love so many different types of heroes, but yeah. I think it surprised me how much I love Nino. Yeah. And again, it kind of has mm-hmm. that quality that I was talking about in Brennan and Camille's situation where Kira, it's an arranged marriage situation. Kira has been abused. She's severely traumatized. And you would think that Nino, as a person who struggles connecting with people emotionally, right. um, struggles understanding people's emotions. 
And you think that this is going to be a recipe for disaster because obviously he couldn't begin to comprehend her immense feelings about being married to somebody and being sexually traumatized. And he is the exact opposite. And he even like avenges her right whenever they're married. And it's so amazing. And again, this is like, (laughs) he provides this safe haven for this woman that he's just like, why would I treat you badly? You're my wife, you know? And I love that because I wasn't expecting it because a lot of mafia operate under the assumption that girls are pretty much expendable. Well, and we've seen these brothers before and they're wild, yeah, you know, they're crazy. They're crazy. They're you know? just like, so I was nuts. just expecting some crazy reactions from Nino and but no, he's like very unhinged. protective of her. Yes. And he's so protective and so respectful. Yeah. And I really fucking love him. I agree. So I just chef's kiss to Nino. I okay. really loved yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. I really yeah. loved him. Agreed. Agreed. So that is it for our, 2021. 2021 ones. Now we got to move on to our 2021 girl crushes. (laughs) So who is your favorite girl crush? I'm looking looking at our list. Oh my God. We have a lot of the same in a row. We have a lot of the same. So the first one's for me and Jessen is Merit from Devil in Disguise. Yes. She matches our first hero. Yes. A a widower who is just like running the um, shipping business of her husband. She is, I mean, just amazing. And I love that like... So a lot of times in historical romance that we have a lot of, um, I guess, hesitation because of social mores and stuff. But like, even though, you know, she's a widow and of course, you know, you shouldn't be what's sleeping around if you won't even call it that. She decides she wants Kier. She's just met him and she wants him. She wants him for the night. And it's unlike her, you know, it's very unlike her, but But she goes for it. And I just love that she's kind of a woman of her own right and just making her way and finding those moments that makes her happy. And I also really love how she's the pursuer in this situation. Yes. Like he's trying to be noble. He is. He's trying to be he, yeah, he's and Mary's just kind of like, but I'm not willing to let this feeling go. Yeah, she's like, I mean, I may be stuck in this shipping business for years and never feel this again for anyone. Exactly. Why would I like, let this opportunity slip yes, past me? Like, this is almost I a once in a lifetime that. meeting. And the dedication <gasps> that. later on after the crazy plot twist, yes. the dedication that she shows. <laughs> oh my God. And I'm, oh my God, it was so good. It was so freaking so good. good. And I, I loved, I loved her because they truly met and they were. She was in his corner. Yeah, like, yo, when this is he this was like vulnerable. An love, she was like instant match. She was like, I, I will be, I will be, yeah. I will weather the storm for him. These two are soulmates. That's they, all there is to it. They're beautiful. Yeah, okay, so we had the same second one as well, which is Sloane from Ivan. <laughs> so matching Ivan. again, like I said, our Ivan assassin, so, our assassin. She's such a badass, y'all. Oh my God, y'all. And when she escapes, and I love how they kept video of her tumbling off the roof and jumping and leaping. Y'all, and she was almost—he was like mad because she almost got hurt. Too. Yeah, he's like, like damn it, so why'd she do that? It's so great. So Sloan, like I said, she's sneaking into Big Bad Ivan's house. Mm. Nobody has been able to get close to him, and yeah. she literally almost kills him. And I just love how she—she's a roll with the punches type of girl. Yeah. And Especially like when that. it comes to the situation where she's captured by Ivan and she's like, huh, I feel attraction to the guy that I was supposed to kill. <laughs> but I'm going to roll with that. And I just really love her. She is such a badass. And yeah, yeah. All the mentions of her in the other books that Sophie Lark writes, I get so excited every I know. time I see Sloane. I know. Because she's, I mean, even as an adult, even as a, a mom later on, she's just, just as amazing. She I is. love her. 
Um, okay, uh, my next one is Annie Turlock um, from Making of the Highlander. I that's the first book in the uh, Midnight in Scotland series. Yes, so the Broderick and we mentioned Broderick and Catherine, or we mentioned Broderick, um, in our boy crushes. That's book two, uh, Making of the Highlander. She is. <laughs> First of all, they kind of calls her Crazy Annie. Okay, they call her Crazy Annie because she is a little, she's a little kooky, but um, she's also she's very she's very unconventional, unconventional. And um, the making of the Highlander, her her our hero is from England, and he's there because he's trying to like he's inherited this land, but he doesn't know what to do with it. He doesn't know what he's doing, and he's trying to get like the rest of the land like all built up, trying to get it sold and stuff. And so she's like, "Well, I'm going to make you into a Highlander," and she just like sets out. It's not proper for her to go to his house and no. tell him what to do. She does it anyway. <laughs> she has such a big personality. Very you know? big. And, and I love the way that she teases John too, like calls him English all the time. Like English. it's, 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 it's I like, love it's like a set down, too, but it's also like just their personal little joke, you know, like nobody else could call him English but no. me type of the thing. The banter in this book is hilarious. Yeah. It is so funny, but we also have like a little bit of mysticism in this one. Mm-hmm. And I just love. Annie can see ghosts. Yes, she can see ghosts. It's just, it's, but that's why they call her crazy. Crazy Annie, you know, is that she's has this, you know, she's a little kooky, and but it's it's just cool that when she falls for him, like she sort of, I don't know, it's so weird how they're made for each other, but they're so opposites, they're like very serious opposite. opposites attract. Like he is the he is the he's been proper to be a, Englishman, exactly, and she's like this Scottish tomboy, this little wildflower around wearing yes. pants everywhere, yeah, being like, hey, I can teach you how to be a Highlander. You don't know how to do Highland games, but guess what I do? And I love when he starts to he starts to get upset when she's wearing pants around other men when he he starts getting possessive and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, y'all, it's so good. I love it. It's so good. Good. Okay, so it's funny that I have two Sloans in a row because my next one is another Sloan, but this one from <laughs> Carnal Urges. So the match to Declan. Sloan is like no other heroine mm-hmm. I've read because she, when she, in the face of kidnapping, she laughs. <laughs> And she's just like, literally, and she's just like, this is no big deal. And I was like, wow, she's doing the opposite reaction of anybody, but anybody. And it drives Declan crazy. It does. Like, how how can this, how can this little frou-frou Barbie doll be okay with being kidnapped? Like, she's staring into the eyes of a stone cold killer and she's still not afraid. She's like, you're dressed like Tinkerbell. Like, what is this? I don't understand your reaction. And And she wraps the men around her Nobody can understand me. Yeah. 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 She's, she's so charming she's ridiculously charming she turns yeah. the pants off of everyone and she's funny as fuck and she's very her. hard-edged god i love yeah her. she's my number four so you can go ahead and That's see amazing. your number five okay so my number five is Catherine, like we just said from the taming of the highlander let me just mm-hmm. let me just um, do a little break Elisa Braden is amazing. Yes. Um, historical romance. Yes. Why she's appearing everywhere, every fucking where. Yes. Um, she was also on our uh, favorite books of the entire year. So yep. exactly. Mm. Go read her. Amazing. Go. But Catherine is the foil to Broderick, our sco- our scarred hero who doesn't want to let anyone in. And at first, it's, it's so funny to me because I, I keep telling everybody because it just blows my mind. When I first picked up this book, and the first point of view is pretty much from Catherine's, like whenever we're in Catherine's right. point of view. 
I was like, I don't like her. I don't like her. She's so, she's almost like she's, her head's in the clouds. She's flighty. She's not, she's not like grounded at all. She's a daydreamer <laughs> to almost like an annoying extent. And then she turned it all around for me without ever changing. I was just like, this yeah. is exactly what Broderick needs. This kind of a little bit over dramatic person who's not going to be afraid <laughs> whenever he has these mood swings because she's just going to like roll with it and yeah. try to like make light of the situation. Like, it'll be all right. Exactly. And I love it. And I also love, she is such a badass too, because listen, her husband is like almost like seven feet tall. He's an intimidating <laughs> guy. And whenever he like wants her like out of his way because he's having feelings and he can't, he can't like, uh, <laughs> can't deal with them. And he's like, get out. And she's like, no. And she flips over the bed to get out of his way so that she could stay there. And I'm just like, I love you and I admire you I for know. standing up to this guy because you wouldn't think that somebody who's just so she she was very intimidated by him in the beginning. You yeah, wouldn't think she, that she yeah. would be able to uh, withstand that, but mm-hmm. she does. She does, and he, she's exactly what he needs, and it's beautiful, and I love her. It's so. uh, again an opposites attract, but you know, grumpy sunshine. We exactly. love that, exactly. and she was my next one. <laughs> I'm just taking all of so, you. <laughs> one, two, three, four. That was my number five. So you do your number five. Oh my goodness. Okay. My next one is Fiona from Unraveling Him by Clara Kingsley. And she is a um, sunshine character because this is a grumpy sunshine pairing. But she's a hot tattooed, voluptuous mechanic babe. Yes. And she also yes. is a plant mom. She's, she's obsessed a plant with plants. Mom. I love how she talks to her plants. You know how she I love names that. them like old lady names and is great. Yes. Okay. And I love love the way she's resilient and she asks the hero for help and she's so beautifully charming and you cannot help but love Fiona and I just like how she has everything going for her. Yeah. She's a badass. She knows how to do cars but she's also very girly as well and very I just love her. I just love her. And his scary dog even loves her. Yeah. And he's like why? That's my dog. Why yeah. do you like her? His this brother's lover. Everybody person. falls for her. Yes. And she's so great. She's so great so yeah fiona yeah she was adorable okay my next one is eveline from never seduces scott i this is a deaf heroine y'all and to me that is this author has balls you know i mean my banks i mean kudos to her because when you do a heroine that either is blind or deaf you're you're automatically cutting out a lot of like you know obvious things that can happen between the hero and heroine yeah, the way that they can communicate. The way they can communicate. And so just she was so strong-willed. And she knew, like, I, I just love that she was not afraid of Graham and to show her true self to Graham. One of and my favorite even, parts like, is when she is insisting on moving her trunk from this oh, spare bedroom that he yeah. put her in at first He puts her in the guest bedroom. bedroom. And she's like, no way. Recruits this do- the, the sister. The sister. And is like, help me haul. Basically communicates through sign. To let me haul my shit to um, where it belongs in his bedroom. Like, you know, I'm the mistress of this yes. piece. And, and she's the be. first one to kiss him. Yeah. Like in the river, the river scene. She's bold. She's very bold. Yeah. And, and I just. And he makes her bold, though, because yeah. she wasn't like that at her house. Right. So right. it's beautiful. Well, and she was also still in hiding from the bad guy. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, I should I have mentioned that I also love Graham because he murders the villain, and you know how I love a good murder. <laughs> I love, I love that. 
Okay, your turn. So my next one is Viola from Say Yes to the Duke. And this is part of the Wild series, the Wilds of Lindo Castle. And she is actually the adopted daughter of the Duke. And Mm. she's always been very, very timid. And like her siblings, her step-siblings are extremely extroverted. And she's not that at all. And I love Mm -hmm. how she overhears the hero basically talking bad about her. And that's her moment where she gets the balls to stand up for herself and it in turn attracts the hero. Mm -hmm. So it's like you never see her like she has been the wilting wallflower for all of her life. But suddenly when she's confronted with this almost kind of like bully situation, which doesn't last long, it's literally like one of the first scenes. All of a sudden, she kind of has a transformation, and I love that for her. So I like – she's one of, like, my quieter heroines. Sometimes I like I, – I like the badass ones who are very in-your-face and crazy, but I also really like the softer ones who are very, like, vulnerable. Me too. And that's why Me I really too. like Viola because she has her own type of strength. It's just not a very outward type of strength, and I really like that. I Don't you her. love – I love that in romances where the, the heroine is, like – that kind of, like you said, like that kind of personality and they usually don't take up for themselves a lot, but suddenly they're confronted with a hero and they're like, hey, you know, like yeah. standing up for themselves. I was like, this is one time minute. too many and you're yeah. not going to do it to and me. And then it's like, he's like, whoa, I want her. I like her. <laughs> Give her to me. It's great. It's great. So that's, that's why I love Viola. Awesome. Okay. So this is an opposite of Viola kind of um, heroine, Riley Kincaid from Nobody's Hero, who is a total badass. And she get well, she gets captured by Lucius the Warg and put in a cage and he goes out hunting. And while he's hunting, he sees her traipsing away. She has gotten her. She's escaped. She's escaped. Like under in this inescapable way, she has escaped, and it's so awesome. Like he wasn't worried at all about her escaping, and she's just like, like, "What the fuck is this? What is she doing? Left her tied up. What's happening? Like something is chasing my game away. Oh, it's her tromping through the desert. She's resourceful. What is she doing? (laughs) Riley's cool, and she yeah, and she's just she's just a tough girl in a tough world, but also. I also really love how she stands up for him, yes. knowing that yes. the whole world looks at him and sees like She's basically a beast, evil. An animal. Yeah, exactly. And she and won't. She, she won't let him down. Knows it's not true, and that used to be her mindset, but she right. knows him now, so yeah. she's not going to let him suffer. Absolutely. For that. And I really like that about her. Agreed. So my next one is Eve Dinwoody from Sweetest Scoundrel by Elizabeth Hoyt. And I really okay. This is such a weird thing to say, and I've said it before, but I really love. A romance where, because I find that we have lots of romances where the hero's not exactly like a conventional hottie or anything, right. like he's scarred or has nose, and we get, and the women still fall over. But this situation, the hero thinks that the, that the heroine, Eve, is ugly. <laughs> like she, he's <laughs> like, she's not an attractive girl. Her nose is too big, all yeah. that jazz. And she's such a badass because Asa is kind of like a drunk. He's a libertine. And she holds the purse strings to this. He's trying to renovate this pleasure garden. God, I remember that one. And she's saying, hey, you don't have enough progress. I'm cutting off your fucking money. And he's like, (laughs) he's like, you bitch. Oh, no way. I gotta be nice to her. Um, charm, charm, charm. And she's like, I'm not falling. Doesn't for she it. show up at his door and he's yes. got a woman in there? Yes. Oh my God. I love this one. I fucking love oh. Eve because she is, a, she knows that she's, she doesn't carry yes. the power that beautiful women carry. Right. But she still has fucking power and yeah. she does not let that stop. And she her. knows her worth. She you does. know, it's not about how she looks, even though this is a world where that means she's a lot. She's not gonna let this pretty boy step yes. all over her. Fuck this you. This little, like, you know, exactly, playboy, do whatever he wants. Yeah. 
So I love it. She has a backbone of fucking steel and she's cool as shit. And I love that the more he falls for her, the more beautiful he finds her. Yes. And that's so true. Yes. The more you fall for someone, they just, everything seems beautiful. Even if it's not to the outside world, you know? Yeah, if they're not conventionally the hottest person alive, it doesn't matter because they're You're still attracted to them. Yes. And they're attracted to you. It's so true. That's why I loved Eve. Man, I missed that one. I I read that one a long time ago. That's a good one, guys. Um, Okay, my last one is Natalie with Ruthless Creatures. That was book one in the Queens and Monsters series by Geisinger. And Natalie was is basically like she was (laughs) – it's her – the anniversary of when she was supposed to marry. Like how many years has gone by? Seven. Like, yeah, it's been a long time. So she was supposed to marry like the love of her life and he disappeared like the day they before they were supposed to marry. And so I just love her strength in this story, how she doesn't just give in to it's like. I don't know how to say it. It's like she doesn't want to find anyone else right now. And everybody else is like, oh, well, you know, you should date this person. You should like even Sloan's like, you need to get out there, you move know, on. Like, move on, move you on. Need to stop pining after your long lost and, yeah. fiance. And it's not just that she's pining, but it's like, I'm not ready. So leave me alone. Let me be. And and I just love that she's even like the she sort of was seeing the cop, but she broke up with him because she could tell like, I don't have feelings for you. And she's just I don't know. I just find her to be such a unique, strong character. And when Cage enters the picture, this is my introduction to this Queens and Monsters series. And I just, I just love it. It's just it. something I so feel unique. like Natalie feels like she'd never be partnered with somebody like Mm-mm. Cage. And they he's work too so strong well, for her. Yeah. Like too, like he would be too, too tough A for personality. her. His personality. His personality is very overwhelming, but yeah. he, he, like, I love when she sees him in the bar and Sloane's like, ooh, I'm going to go. She's like, yeah, that's more your type, not mine. Yes, exactly. You know, and... But it turns out Natalie is his type, the only type. Yes. <laughs> she shows him with that with that brush. Exactly. <laughs> Fucking great. Spanking scene. I love Spanking. it. I love it so much. Right. My final one is Cat from the Bully. Mm, yeah. So Sophie liked an interesting thing with Cat's character because she was the younger sister of a previous heroine and we first are introduced to her and she's kind of weak you know she goes to this school for future mafia people like she's mm-hmm. the daughter of a mafia so she gets sorted into a category that she's like I shouldn't be in the spy section what I'm not a spy I'm a, I'm a, I'm a mouse I'm a mouse I'm not a spy why am I here and she grows into something so much more she does some of those badass things in yeah, the series. She, she does. has some of the most memorable moments. Yep. And I really love how she handles the bully situation in her own mm-hmm. book, The Bully. And I just fucking love Kat. Like, she yeah. has a way of just making shit happen that she didn't even know that she could, but she she does it. She does it. She is one of those heroines that truly transforms from, like, she the really beginning does. to the end yes. when she's with Dean. And like just a I, very quiet, scared, oh, yes. I can't hurt a fly to... When my loved ones and I love Dean's transformation too. This was like, yeah, the bully was one of my favorite 2021 books. So, yep, 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 love it, love it. Okay, so now we're gonna move on to our ultimate list. And I did write down our old list just for comparison because I wanted to see if anybody got kicked off or demoted. (laughs) Um, so and I can only go to 10, right? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. 10 10. (laughs) because I actually have 15, but I won't say them. So, stop at 10. Yeah, tell me who is. This is the ultimate list. Yeah. So this is book boyfriends for all time. 
And I'm very curious to see who from 2020 has made it on Gosh, your list. this is so, y'all. Okay, so who's your number one top all-time book boyfriend from, from forever? Forever. Okay. All right, here they got our guys, one to ten. Grip, number one. <laughs> no surprise. Number two, S- Sebastian St. Vincent, who was not on my list last year and reappeared this year. Um, three, Declan. Four, Mad Rogan. Five, Reese Winterborn. I've reread Reese Winterborn twice this year, and I've realized that he is... He is. He is. He is all the things. He is all the things. <laughs> um, six, Archer from Archer's Voice. Seven, Carter Mahoney. I'm so surprised at Carter. Say what you will about me. I don't know. I can't help it. Eight, Graham um, made so this Graham's list. Graham made it. Yes. Kier from Devil in Disguise and Hawk. Hawk Snow, Snow from Side Changeling. So interesting. I love mm. it. So who fell off from your last year's list? Who got kicked off? Um, last year, um, well, Ox did. They're, they're in my 15. <laughs> he got demoted. So yeah. Ox, Ox from Wolf Song got demoted. Maddox from, from a Heart a of Blood and Ashes. Mm-hmm. Caleb, Heart of Obsidian. Ooh, interesting. That yeah. was your book boyfriend forever, too. And um, Kay- uh, Cletus has fallen off. And Torin, but Poor Torin. I, I don't know. Yo, <laughs> he might come back up next year. That's why I have 15 in case I have to come back <laughs> next so, year. It's so interesting though, too, because, um, book boyfriends that like fall off the wagon, basically it might not be because we no longer love them. Just it's maybe just, we haven't reread as, their, their book. Right. It's not as fresh in your mind anymore no. and you forget why you love exactly. them so much. But Reese, as soon as you reread mm-hmm. it, it's like, wow. Reese Winterborn and Sebastian had not even made last year's list and they both popped up this year because <laughs> I've done some rereading. <laughs> so, mm. all right. Let's hear yours. <clears throat> My first one is grip. Um, <laughs> I'm, I love how you and I will not budge him. I can't. I can't. I can't. He can't. He has to be grip, a top. Grip I love James, the way that he man. loves her so much. It's oh, crazy. Okay. Also, my number two is the same. Mad Rogan. Mm. I will forever fucking love Mad Rogan. Yes. He is one of my all-time favorite like urban fantasy heroes. I just really love him. Um now, Tom Severin has actually moved up from last Ooh, year. Tom. Because when I reread Chasing Cassandra, I was just like, he bought her a fucking newspaper to save her <laughs> reputation. I still can't get over that. I still can't get over it. Okay? That's right, Tom. You so wield Tom, that power. Tom has gone up. Whenever I was yeah. looking at my list, I was like, oh, my God. And then I moved him up. I was like, oh, Tom Severin. Mm. And when we were discussing this and Juliet had made an observation before that none of us had <laughs> Sebastian St. Vincent, and I kind of felt bad because I do have two Lisa Kleypas on my list. And I was like, can I put another one? I'm like, everyone third? knows I love Sebastian St. Vincent. I'll just put him on later. He's I need on to mine. acknowledge the other He's ones. on mine. Yeah. yeah. Then my next one is Raylan. Okay. Yes. I, I truly, I think that Raylan is my favorite Sophie Lark hero. Awesome. Um, followed by Ivan. He's my number five. So Sophie Lark is also making her mark on my I list. I know. Ivan was in, he was my number 11. (laughs) So then I have Kier. So interestingly enough, Tom is above Kier for me. Yeah. Um, He's a little bit more of like an alpha. Yeah, Tom's more alpha for sure. And I really like that. But I also really love Kier, which is why he's on my list. Then I have Torin Grace. He's a cinnamon roll hero who rescues dogs. Y'all, that, mm, 
Oh, that book. Them. Damn. Yes. Then Hawk Snow, of course. Woo-hoo! God. I think he's the reason why I love Age Gap so much, honestly. Yeah. Hawk. Then I have Dmitry Belkov. This guy, this guy has always been on my book boyfriend list since we've been doing this. Yeah. And I still love when I I haven't reread the vampire series. Anytime recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't read that one recently at all, but he still sticks out to me. Like, I still remember reading yeah. those books for the first yeah. time and how he made me feel, and I still love him. So, yeah. Yeah. Then we have Re- Reyes Farrow. Reyes Farrow is from the Charlie Davidson series, and he's another one that's like so super gone for the heroine. And he is so powerful. He's literally the son of Satan. And yeah. the way that he almost worships her and he's like her protector. He puts his life on the line for her multiple times. And I really love that about him. So he he still is on my list. Yeah, that's that's my 2021 <laughs> list. Awesome. Who fell off for mine? So Carter fell off for mine. Carter, Carter <laughs> was very much a um, I'm acknowledging how obsessed I was with him last year, but um, book boyfriends, I'm like, he's so bad. <laughs> I know. He is. Then I kicked off uh, Ian McKenzie, even though I really love him. And I also kicked off Cletus, too. Yeah. Sad. Sad. I dad. know. I love Cletus. But I know. Same. Just, when comparing it, it was hard. So It's very hard. Look, hard. look, this is not this is not easy shit, y'all. No. You should appreciate this, the pain we go through. Exactly. <laughs> All, right, All right. Now for our ultimate girl crush list. Girl crushes. Okay, so here's mine. And I just have nine. All right. So. Interesting. I know. Why do I not have a 10? I want to add know. a 10. I want to add a 10. Okay. Uh, Jessica St. James, she still, I still love her, adore her. Um, Yvonne from Heart of Blood and Ashes, she's she is a badass, y'all. I'm sorry. I don't she's care. She's so good. She's one of those quiet heroines who is just wields power, and I love her. Um, Jennifer Sylvester, also one of those strong hearted women who's like, sort of like put down a lot by the world, but survives and pushes through, and I love those kind of heroines. Um, Helen Ravenel has popped up here. Woohoo! Reese Winterborn's woman. I realized when you were talking about the kind of heroine who is shy and a little timid, but also, y'all, she has balls. She goes in there demanding that he marry her, basically. And, and I just love that opening and, and that what she agrees to do, even though it's very dangerous for her, like socially and everything. Oh, God, I love her. Helen is amazing. Yeah. And so five, Nevada Baylor, um, Mad Rogan's match. She is amazing. And she's she is. funny she's as so shit cool as well. She's so about family, y'all. Oh, she, y'all. Oh. Yes, we are all about the family. Um, Merit, again, we've mentioned Merit. <laughs> Sloane from Carnal Urges. Exciting. She's just a badass heroine. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. She could kick everybody else's ass. And she would do it with a smile. Yes. And probably little... Pixie dust. Yes. Um, Annie Turlock made this one. I don't know why. I just went back and revisited, and I just loved her, her character so much. And then Evie St. Vincent. Uh, that's Sebastian's lady. Again, I have a lot of these heroines that are sort of, except for Jessica and Nevada mm-hmm. and maybe and Sloan. Yeah. Most of these others are more like the timid heroines who rise yes. above. Yes. And I just, I don't know. I think that's my favorite kind of heroine. I love those as well. So my list, my favorite heroine is still Kate Daniels. I really Mm. love her so much because she – okay, so she's kind of like the opposite where outwardly she's so tough because Mm -hmm. she was literally raised to be like a machine, a war machine. And she's afraid to be vulnerable. But once you know that 
all she craves is family and mm-hmm. belonging and friendship. I love her. She's still a fucking badass, <laughs> but she is all about like these are my people. I will protect them. With found my family. Fucking life. Yeah. yeah, found. Fa- oh my god, Mwah. love her. Kate yeah. Daniels, Elona Andrews. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> Sloan from Carnal Urges has popped up on my number two. I fucking love her, Sloan. <laughs> she's so you're a badass crazy. bitch. She's so crazy, and I love her. Yes, Nevada Baylor again. Yes, Elona Andrews just creating these amazing heroines for me in urban fantasy. Agreed. World. Evie from Devil in Winter. Listen, <laughs> yeah. I love Evie just for the same reasons that Juliet was saying. It's it's the the inner resilience that she has. Yeah. Coming she is also somebody just like Helen, like she takes the bull by the horns and she's right. like, Hey, marry me, St. Vincent. And I love great. seeing her in Devil in Disguise. I just think that yes. she's still the powerhouse and yes. still has Fucking Sebastian great. around her finger. I love it. Yeah. She controls such a powerful man. That's amazing <laughs> to watch. Then um Sloane from Ivan, because I really loved her. Jennifer, again, because she's such like a lovable person. Yeah. And I love the way that that romance plays out. Then I have Catherine from Taming of the Highlander. She just really made an impression on me. Um, a yeah. lot to do with how I thought I didn't like her. And then I was like, but I really, truly love her. I love that. So That's awesome. That's have, awesome when, I, yeah. when an author can do that too. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then I have Charlie Davidson. She's funny. Mm-hmm. She's quirky. She is all about the family too. Yep. And then Merit from Devil in Disguise. Love her. <laughs> And Fiona from Unraveling Him. So actually, I have more new heroines than awesome. anything. I just, I don't know. I was showing some love have, to the newly discovered ones. I think I, I do too. I have more newer ones, even though Helen was not, it was a reread. Yeah, yeah. But Ravenals, she has appeared but yeah. newly, newly on there. Yes. So. Interesting. What great list. It is. I love Woo, we did I love, it. We it's made so it. hard. It's honestly so hard <laughs> making this these lists. But whenever we're talking about why these characters like made the grade, it just like I'm just like this is worth it to right. just like put a spotlight on. This is why we love books because it helps these characters me. are just like so impactful and that's why we read. Exactly. It, it also that's what I was saying. It's sort of just like re- uh, it makes me um, analyze, oh, this is why I love this book so much. This is why I love this heroine so much or this hero, what they did, you know, and I don't know. It's it's kind of cool to just because just making the list made me analyze why do I love this character and why do I love them more than this one, you know, and exactly. so it's cool. What is it about them? Mm-hmm. I love these. Fun. Good times. <laughs> All right, guys. So this is the <laughs> end for 2021. This is it. Oh, my God. All we have left is to go into the new year. Yes, baby. And start fresh. 2022, bitches. 2022. It's going to be awesome. We're going to kick off 2022 with Steel King by Devony Perry. It's one of the only motorcycle romances that I actually love. <laughs> and I can't wait to talk about that. Woo-hoo. So, guys, I hope that you had fun for this day's episode. And we definitely want to know if you have certain book boyfriends and book girlfriends that you've discovered this year or that are just all-time favorites that you oh, yeah. would never kick off your list ever. So, be sure to let us know if you have any of those. Absolutely. And we'll see you in the next year. Thank you so much for listening. This goes out to all the fangirls. Life's better with a little H-E-A.